Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. More families are expected to seek help for paying this bill this winter. I'm Mike Marillo. Notre Dame replica architecture on display at Catholic University. I'm Luke Luker. Losses for your investments. The Dow down 330, NASDAQ down 65, and S&P down 38 points. WTOP at 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. While folks in Florida are no strangers to storm prep and with Hurricane Ian said to hit this week, people are doing whatever they can to safeguard their homes. Philip Klein is filling sandbags. Put them around the doors, any kind of any kind of openings that may where the wind and the rain may come in. So we have three doors we have to cover. Just make sure it's around the slider and the side door. As for supplies, stocking up may be easier said than done. Well, I walked in, in Costco's and I seen the line. As I'm walking in, the guy's like, we're out of water. I try to stop at racetrack to get gas. And there was yellow things over the gas nozzle. So I'm like, I guess it's out of gas already. Ian could hit the state as a Category 4 hurricane. The Dow hit a new closing load today, entering bear market territory. CBS's Jill Schlesinger. The cause of this selling is the exact same concern that investors have been feeling all year long. With inflation high, the Fed has been forced to push up interest rates. Just over an hour away now from NASA's asteroid crash test, here's CBS's Steve Futterman. If everything goes as planned, the DART spacecraft will slam into a 500-foot diameter space rock, Dimorphos. All this is taking place nearly 7 million miles away from Earth. Scientists want to see how this will impact its orbit. What they learn here could help in the future if they ever have to divert an asteroid headed towards Earth. We are learning more about a school massacre in Russia where 15 people, including children, died today. CBS's Tina Kraus. Russia's investigative committee released video of the aftermath, including evidence they say references the Columbine massacre in the U.S. Images from the scene show pistols with keychains attached with the names Eric and Dylan and the word Columbine. Another photo shows cartridges of ammunition piled on a classroom desk with the word hatred written in Russian. The gunman killed himself after the attack. Also in Russia, President Putin granted citizenship to Edward Snowden. He's a former U.S. security contractor who's been living in Russia since 2013 to escape prosecution for leaking classified documents on government surveillance programs. But staying there could mean Snowden gets drafted into Russia's war on Ukraine. The White House wants airlines to be more transparent. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The proposed rule would require airlines and travel websites like Kayak and Expedia to say up front when an airline would charge you more to select your seat, change your flight, or check your bags. The Biden administration says cancellation and change fees alone netted the airlines nearly $700 million last year, and that not disclosing them in advance hides the true cost of a ticket. Experts say it could encourage more competition and better fares. This is CBS. News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 6.03 on this Monday evening, September 26, 2022. 72 in Manassas gradually falling to the 40s in the far western suburbs. I'm Dimitri Sot. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top story we're following for you this hour. A Pakistani philosopher here in our region was murdered by a neighbor who was under supervised release 
from St. Elizabeth's Hospital. Well, now the dead man's wife has lost a wrongful death suit against the D.C. government. The court ruled the city had no duty to protect the man who was killed. Joe Wade Buto was shot to death three years ago by a man who lived in the same southeast condominium building. The D.C. Department of Behavioral Health had failed to comply with five court conditions which authorized the release of the gunman, Hillman Jordan, who had been committed to St. E's after being found not guilty by reason of insanity for killing his cousin. The appeals court ruled that D.C. is shielded from such lawsuits under the public duty doctrine law. The law holds that D.C. government has no duty to protect any individual citizen. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. One man is dead, another hurt after a shooting at a basement recording studio in Odenton. Anne Arundel County Police were called to the business on Annapolis Road at 2.30 yesterday morning. 38-year-old Alexander Gray was found dead in a doorway. A 30-year-old man who's not being named right now was found wounded in the parking lot. He's expected to survive. First responders say a crowd of about 70 people at first wouldn't let them into the building to try to help the victims. A sign on the building advertised a large party there from midnight to 5 a.m. This is Anne Arundel County's 12th murder of this year. The cost of heating a home with natural gas this winter could rise as much as 34% compared to last winter. Those who run busy charities in our area expect requests for help in paying utilities will skyrocket. People are already struggling. Mary McNamee is an emergency assistance case coordinator for Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Arlington. She says with inflation sending the price of everything up, including utilities, a lot more people will need help paying their bills this winter, especially a lot of folks who are already paying past due bills. They have to pay the current utility plus this payment plan amount, and there's no way they're going to do it. The National Energy Assistance Directors Association says heating oil and electric bills are also expected to go up. Major Mark Woodcock, Area Commander of the Salvation Army's National Capital Area Command, says even with the resources it has to help. We will turn people away simply because we don't have enough funds. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. It's 6.05. We have some sad news to share this evening. Our WTOP and Federal News Network family has lost a longtime colleague and friend, Mike Causey, longtime Federal News Network host and columnist and a fixture in the D.C. news scene for more than 50 years, died today. He was 82. Shortly after finishing a recording just this morning, Causey was found unresponsive at his desk in the newsroom that FNN shares with us here at WTOP. Efforts by staff members and Montgomery County, Maryland EMTs to revive him were unsuccessful. Federal News Network and WTOP Vice President and General Manager Joel Oxley says Causey was an exceptional journalist and an even more exceptional person. Causey was a popular figure in our newsroom who loved to share a funny story or joke, often approaching with a mischievous gleam in his eye. You can read more about our friend Mike Causey at WTOP.com. You know, Dimitri, uh, of all uh, all the interactions I had with Mike Causey over the years, a few hundred of them, yeah. I would say, I would say 95% of the time there was there was a joke involved. There was laughter involved. Oh, oh he was he was a hilarious guy and not just funny in one way he he used uh, i don't know half a dozen or more approaches to humor anything from droll deadpan to <laughs> satirical to something out of the blue that had nothing to do with what you're talking about he was brilliant and in a way you could say he really was washington the beltway opened in august of 1964 and who was there in a car to drive the entire length of the Beltway for the first time, Mike Causey as a Washington Post reporter. He had such, uh, yeah, he had so many experiences.
experiences as a reporter for The Post and then for Federal News Radio and uh, a, a real loss for everybody in the newsroom. It's been a tough day. And if I can keep the Beltway thing going, it was also in a September 15th, 1981 column that he popularized the expression inside the Beltway, writing, this is maybe a little too inside the Beltway. He was writing about some uh, tax issue involving the Reagan administration. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, just an example of he's really part of the concrete of this, this metro area in a way. We are going to miss him. Mike Causey, dead at the age of 82. It's 6.07. Your mission success depends on the security of your information. At Lidos, our scalable and high-speed full-spectrum cyber is that bedrock of security. We operate three of the four largest security operations centers for the federal government, applying decades of insights to deliver rapid, secure, and scalable cyber solutions for agencies of every size. When the mission is what matters most, Lidos delivers full-spectrum cybersecurity at scale and at speed. LEIDOS.com slash secure. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV, with more reporters in the field than anyone else, and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings, mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. in the traffic center. Through Springfield from inside to outside the Beltway. Southbound on 395 and 95. Delays lead to the remains of a crash under Route 644. Everything involved, though, is on the right shoulder. This one didn't take too long to get moved. Remaining heavy, though, southbound through Lorton and Woodbridge. 66 westbound, still congested near 2829 Centerville, but the pace has improved. On the inner loop of the Beltway, it's heavy and slow from the Dulles Toll Road into Bethesda. Beyond River Road, the remains of a crash along the left side, crowding that lane that becomes the HOV lane for the 270 spur and 270 north. On 270, the pace is good. 95 is fine. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, slowest northbound between 202 and 410. Police are stopped with one there, I think. On Route 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge, traffic is moving without delay. Coming into D.C., southbound on D.C. 295, it's uh, heavy from Burroughs Avenue to East Capitol Street. And inbound on I-395, still sluggish across the 14th Street Bridge toward Capitol Hill. Can't find the new car you're looking for? Try a Fitzway used car. Next to a new car, Fitzway car's best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car and a safe car you can trust. That's the Fitzway. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. And let's go to Storm Team 4, Amelia Draper. Uh, Amelia, I think we're going to start to see real fall weather as we get through the week, huh? <laughs> we certainly are. You know, our high today around 80 will be the warmest day out of the work week. Tomorrow, we'll have highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. As we look to Wednesday, mid to upper 60s, Thursday and Friday, we're warming to near 70. Now, as far as tonight goes, expect lows generally in the 50s, even some upper 40s tomorrow morning. So a similar start, but overall a cooler day with a bit of a breeze. I'm also tracking an isolated shower back into Frederick County, Virginia. This is to the north and west of Winchester. Currently across the area, temperature-wise, we're in the low 70s for the most part. Rockville coming in at 70 degrees. Silver Spring coming in at 69 and 72 in Oxon Hill. That's brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 611. We continue to follow breaking news here on WTOP on Hurricane Ian, which is now a Category 2 storm. 
and it's on a collision course for western Cuba late tonight or early tomorrow. It's on track to pound Florida during the middle of this week. Let's take you live now to break down the path and intensity of the storm to the National Hurricane Center and meteorologist Joel Klein. Joel, can we talk about the sustained winds that this storm is uh, is producing right now and, and where it is and how close to Cuba it is? So it's pretty close to western tip of Cuba and just went past the Cayman Islands, just to the west of them right now. It's up to 100 mile an hour sustained, gusts 120. So as, he's, as he mentioned just earlier, that's a cat two. We look for that intensity to increase over the next uh, day or two as well. What is it about uh, the Gulf and the, and the Caribbean that allows that storm to pick up such intensity relatively quickly? So when this one developed, it developed way down before Trinidad and Tobago. And uh, the models picked up on it that it would, uh, you know, continue into a, a major storm at that time, which is very far south from one to continue. But uh, at that time, the low-level center was not underneath the mid-level center in the atmosphere. And hurricanes are like a chimney. They have to exhaust out the top, so they have to be straight up and down like a chimney. And it wasn't that way. It was getting sheared. The shear has let up. Those waters are, are fairly shallow when you consider the ocean, and so they hold a lot of heat. So they've got a lot of input to the bottom, and now it is also the flame started at the bottom, if you will, the chimney, and, and, and the chimney is straight up and down at this point in time. So we look for not only intensification, but it's rapidly intensified. We've, we've gained well over 30 knots in the last, in the last 18 hours. Uh, and so we look for that trend to continue. How badly could they uh, ha have a time of it in Tampa, St. Pete? I mean, are we looking at a direct hit and a great deal of damage? I think that's a little far out to be that certain of exactly where it's going to be. But, you know, some models take it north of there, some south and, and in that area. And that's why we have a cone of uncertainty because we're just not exactly certain of a point if it goes north of there then you push more water up into the bay you're looking at five to ten feet that's one story house that's uh being pushed up into the bay and that's in a bay not at the beach right so it's it could be worse uh, along the beach and in that area but the big thing will be rainfall starting tuesday conditions uh, will deteriorate early on tuesday throughout the state of florida from the south and the keys uh, you know, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, all up through the middle part of the state. And then it looks like it will track over the state. So they're already worried with the turning of the of the system that uh, even things like uh, the St. John River there in Jacksonville, that it will flood well inland as it pushes water up that river on the east coast of Florida as well. Joel, thank you so much for the update. We'd like to keep in touch with you here in the next couple of days as things uh, get closer to Florida. We appreciate your help. Absolutely. Please, please call back then. Okay. National Hurricane yeah. Center meteorologist Joel Klein. Trying to find a direction of some sort for the Washington Commanders. The story coming up on WTOP. Ciao. I'm Gian Andrea Moseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We love shining a spotlight on today's most captivating artists.
so we don't want you to miss our next concert. Critics call her a daring, dancing, spectacularly virtuosic soloist. September 29th through October 1st at the Kennedy Center, witness star violinist Leela Josefowitz play the masterpiece that's made her the classical world's champion of modern music. The work she says turned her entire existence upside down. John Adams's fiery, infectious violin concerto. Led by renowned maestro John Storgortz, the program also features Prokofiev's sunny classical symphony and Rachmaninoff's Symphony No. 3 a vivacious blend of Russian tradition and life-affirming joy. Don't miss two extraordinary artists live in the concert hall. Before select performances, NPR's Ted Libby takes us behind the music at The Reach. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. George Wallace, what you got for us? Well, we've got uh, 14 games left. That's the best I can do for you, okay? <laughs> okay. That's the best that, I can that's do. That's the good news. <laughs> Washington 1-2 after yesterday's loss to Philadelphia, Ron Rivera. We're three games into it, and, and I'd like to believe that we should play better than we are right now. And uh, that's what we're going to work on is just one thing after the other and make sure we're building up and we're playing it, we're playing it, and we're doing it right. I mean, these are things that we know we got to work on. We know we got to be better at. And some of the players that, you know, we've talked to as coaches, you know, know that we've, hey, we've told them, hey, let's go. It's time to roll. So we'll work on that. And it's time to go. Nine sacks yesterday. Explosive plays again on defense. All equals a 24-8 loss to Philadelphia. Next up at Dallas on a Sunday. Cowboys playing the Giants tonight. Dak Prescott on the field. Thumb is still wrapped. Don't think he's going to play next week, but the uh, cast is off of his thumb. Baseball tonight at Nationals Park. It's the Nats and the Braves. The Braves still uh, in the hunt for this NL East title. Just one back in the loss column. Nats get him for three days. And the Orioles, four back of a wild card, head to Fenway. George Wallace, WTLB Sports. All right, George. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Some Florida residents near Tampa are being told to evacuate now as Hurricane Ian heads toward the state's western coast by the middle of the week. The storm is expected to reach western Cuba in a few hours overnight. Right now, it's a Category 2 storm, a storm with 100-mile-per-hour sustained winds. It's expected to strengthen into a Category 4 before it hits Florida. Italy is about to have its most right-wing government since Mussolini was defeated in World War II. Giorgia Maloney, the leader of the Brothers of Italy party, will become the country's first female prime minister. Italy's European Union partners say they'll be watching Maloney's government to ensure basic human rights are guaranteed in that country. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. President Biden's plan for student debt cancellation will cost the federal government about $400 billion over the next 30 years. That's according to new estimates from the Congressional Budget Office. Figures were released today in response to a request from Republican lawmakers who opposed the president's plan in large part because of the cost. The Biden administration previously estimated the plan would cost about $24 billion a year over the next 10 years or about $240 billion for the decade. Coming up in Money News. The Dow lost another 330 points today. A pandemic low for bidding wars. I'm Jeff Glabel. 618. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. It's the time of the year when the sun angle gets low and on the curves and twists and turns on the outer loop of the Beltway in Montgomery County. It's in your eyes sometimes and with some slowdowns here and there, but delays have eased on many portions of the Beltway, except on the inner loop coming out of McLean into Bethesda because of the remains of a crash after River Road crowding that left most lane. No delays on 270 or the spur. 
No real issues on 95 except for some southbound slowing getting into that sun glare merging onto the outer loop. Baltimore-Washington Parkway northbound near 410. Police were briefly stopped with one. They've moved on out of the way. Wide open on 50 between Bowie and the Bay Bridge. In Virginia, southbound on 395 and 95, still slow through Springfield. Crash under 644 is on the right shoulder. Heavy both ways toward 123 Woodbridge. Delays on 66 West are easing in Centerville as the sun slowly sets. Northbound on 395 across the 14th Street Bridge. Congestion remains, but without incident, for now at least, on the southeast-southwest freeway. Don't miss the United States Powerboat Show in downtown Annapolis, October 6th through the 9th, and soak in the boating lifestyle. Tickets at AnnapolisBoatShows.com. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Some cloudiness out there today with a few isolated showers, but most of us staying dry with temperatures in the 70s until about 7 p.m. We'll then fall into the 50s for overnight lows, even some upper 40s. So a chilly start tomorrow morning and a cooler day overall with highs in the upper 60s to low 70s. Plenty of sunshine and a bit of a breeze around throughout the day. On Wednesday, highs only in the mid to upper 60s with plenty of sun once again. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Things starting to cool off. We're at 71 in Reston, 73 in Bethesda, 72 in Woodbridge. And we're brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. Coming up here on WTOP, what is being placed in the Anacostia River this week to try to help clean it up? 620. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health. You're a new kind of friend. With Optima Health, Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. American innovation. It's the backbone of our nation's economic success. The engine of American job creation, driven by the intellectual property rights that fuel technological breakthroughs and widespread prosperity. Innovations that save countless lives and improve the human condition throughout the world and foster new opportunities for each succeeding generation of Americans. But American innovation is only as strong as the laws that protect it. Protect American innovation. Learn more at C4IP.org. Paid for by the Council for Innovation Promotion. Are you tired of paying more and getting less? Well, if you're looking to lose weight and get healthy, my friends at Copair want to help you reach those goals and are willing to do it for less. Hi, it's Rita Kessler. For a limited time, you can jumpstart your weight loss at Copair with 30% off the regular investment. That's because they're so confident they can help you. I mean, who doesn't want to lose up to 15 pounds in four weeks? Plus, not only will you lose, you'll learn. Copair taught me how to not only lose the weight, but keep it off. All thanks to my personal health coach. The support she offers keeps me on the right track, and even better, once you reach your goal, you'll have free support from your coach forever. There's no better place to invest your money than in your health. Start now with this outstanding offer, their fall-off offer. It's a limited-time four-week introductory offer to jumpstart your weight loss for just $7.99. That's 30% off. Call 855-888-0180 to get started, or go to copaerehealth.com. This is WTOP News. It's 622. The lead architects overseeing the restoration of the Notre Dame Cathedral in France after that devastating 2019 fire are visiting D.C. 
and to welcome them. Architecture students at Catholic University have raised a replica roof truss. While the architects couldn't make it on time due to flight issues, students still set up the three-story tall truss made of white oak here in front of the National Basilica. T design was sent to us from the lead architects of Notre Dame. We were very honored. Rick Brown with Handhouse decided to build the replica roof support after the cathedral went up in flames. He got Catholic University architecture students involved. Architects working so closely to builders in a traditional technique. Amazing learning experience. Andrew Massassen is getting his master's. Just the knowledge and the expertise that they, they have to be able to be alongside that and see that whole process unfold. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A unique restoration program aimed at improving the Anacostia River's overall health is about to release its final group of freshwater mussels. Yeah, the program's run by D.C.'s Department of Energy and Environment. It started back in 2019. So far, more than 35,000 mussels have been released into the Anacostia along with Kingman Lake. Last couple hundred mussels will be released tomorrow afternoon. Each mussel can filter about 10 gallons of water each day. 624, Glenn Tilbrook of the band Squeeze performs live Thursday at D.C. City Winery. It was Tilbrook and Chris Difford who were once hailed as the heirs to Lennon and McCartney. Here's WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley. People were looking for the new Beatles, and none of those people ever actually arrived. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a handy reference point. If you like them, you might like us. Glenn Tilbrook and Chris Difford formed Squeeze for British hits like pulling muscles from a shell. We hit it off. I went back to his house and we had some great songs. Pulling muscles from a shell. Pulling muscles from a shell. They crossed the pond with American hits like Tempted. Tempted was the first time we got serious radio play everywhere. There's no other tempted by the fruit of another. Here are full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame, Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Well, if you're at a Caps game, what's more fun than waving a rally towel? How about waving one that you designed yourself? Hmm? The team today launched a Design Your Own Rally Towel con uh, Contest. The winner will have their design printed on towels given away at the February 14th game. They'll also win tickets to the game. <laughs> I hope so, so you can see your, uh, yeah. your own towel. <laughs> After all that work. You also get a team-signed jersey. Lots of good stuff there. Fans who are at least 13 years old can submit their entries on the Caps website through November 15th. Now it's 25. It's Money News at 25 and 55 with Jeff Claybaugh. The market sell-off continued today. The Dow down another 330 points. The S&P 500 down 38, 1% losses. The Nasdaq down 65. That's a little more than a half percent. Potential home buyers face a lot less competition. Redfin says bidding wars in the D.C. metro fell to the lowest level since April 2020 in August. 44% of sales had multiple offers. Falls Church Base for-profit college, Stratford University is closing all of its campuses, including Alexandria and Woodbridge. The Washington Business Journal says Stratford has been struggling with declining enrollment and accreditation problems. You can still check your credit reports free every week. Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion have extended their free weekly reports started during the pandemic through the end of 2023. Jeff Glabel. WTOP News. Money News sponsored by Bopad Electric. Bopad Electric, a leading commercial electric contractor celebrating 50 years and wants to thank their customers and employees. Serving Maryland, Virginia, D.C. and Pennsylvania. Visit BopadElectric.com. Hurricane Ian bearing down on Cuba as a Category 2 storm and headed for Florida. The story ahead at 626. Here's a highlight from Juliana Vita, the group vice president and chief strategy advisor at Splunk. On Federal News Network's Cloud Exchange webinar sponsored by Splunk. 
Cloud can help us optimize. It can help us 